Welcome to episode number 112 of the Late Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we wanted to do more of a heavy Pursuit of Plastic episode. Um, but there's also a lot of news <laughs> that came out. So I will say this. We always give you guys a lead in to when the Pursuit of Plastic starts. And if you don't care about our toy picks of the year, then tune out. But if you guys are interested in what we think is good geekly gifts for the holidays or just for life in general, stay tuned for the whole episode. So, you know, we'll do half news and then the rest will be uh, going off about uh, collectibles. So let's get ready, right? Yeah, let's do it. All right. First things first, Marvel. New Captain Marvel trailer. Uh, dropped this week, and we also have plans, supposedly, a new Spider-Man Homecoming, sorry, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, as well as an Avengers trailer. Did you watch Captain Marvel? Yeah. It was alright. It was, it's not really, (laughs) it's like, stop showing the trailers already. It's not, you can't really show us anything that's going to, do more than what you've already done with the first trailer to get people interested. The more you're going to give us trailers, you're going to ruin it going forward. <clears throat> um, it's not like they cannot not show it. I, that's the point. It's like, well, I know you cannot not preview it, but these two previews are pretty generic, I felt. So it yeah. really didn't give a lot away, which is a good thing. Um, so I think they should just stop at this point um, because I just felt there's a lot of colors, a lot of just Carol Danvers flying everywhere. Um, like, hey, here's your plethora of suits. Um, you know, it wasn't anything crazy. Um, it didn't really do much for me, and I'm not gonna watch anything else because I don't want I don't want it just to be kind of like, ah, well, here's the light show you're gonna see in February, but or March. Yeah, I didn't watch it um, because of those reasons. Again, you know, I get it. I saw the first one. I'm good. Um, I'm excited to see Brie Larson in the role, so I'm going to be there regardless. Um, yeah. So let's talk exactly. about... It's a Marvel yes. movie. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the movie that I keep saying. You don't even need to put trailers out, but you know we're all waiting waiting for this trailer to come out because it's been teased that the Avengers 4 trailer would be coming out You know, last Wednesday, the Wednesday before, maybe the Wednesday before that even. Um, but like I always say... If there's not a teaser for the teaser for the teaser, there's no trailer coming. So um, it's coming on Friday now. So, tomorrow. This is for Avengers? For Avengers, right? Tomorrow. Good morning, America. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll so that's, that's my thing. It's like, you know how they always have a teaser for a teaser? Where is that? I guess they don't do that anymore because people made fun of that. <laughs> it was a stupid idea. The, the trailer tease? The trailer for the trailer for trailer the teaser. Tease. Yeah, um, and nobody wants to see you ruin, you know, thirty seconds of a show or movie or whatever. Yeah, get over yourselves. Save it for the trailer because you already yeah. ruined that trailer with the trailer. For the trailer, yeah. Um, super, I'm super amped. It's like, it's like Merry Marvel holidays to us this week. If we get both the Avengers on Friday and Spider Man on Saturday, it's pretty wild. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of Marvel in one week, um, but 
excited to see it, especially knowing now, even though we've talked about it for months, Jake Gyllenhaal has confirmed via Instagram his first and only post uh, that he is going to be Mysterio. Took him long enough. It's, I mean, that's such a weird. That's such a weird thing these days that it's been this long for it to be confirmed. When we, I mean, there was rumors. So you know, when there's like rumors about something, and we're like, all right, all right, and then it turns out to be true. Whatever. This is like one of those things where it should have been in our faces, but it's like it's well hidden. He's always in that suit, so people can't really tell who he is. So I can't. I kind of. I kind of find that to be pretty cool that they've kind of kept us off guard a little bit on that casting. I guess. I like I mean, it. Doesn't change anything, you know? Like no, no, no. It's like when they were keeping Alden Ehrenreich uh, secret from Han Solo, and then when they revealed it, it goes, "Oh yeah, okay, we we already know. Why don't you show us the movie?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Um, Mysterio, though, it's Mysterio is such a cool villain, and I think it'll work really well cinematically. So it'll be. Oh yeah, I'm no. There's no doubts about Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor. Oh no, no, no. The character finally coming to the screen. He could be. He has the potential to be the best cinematic villain, and the reason I say that is because Mysterio, with all of his tricks and everything like that, is going to rely heavy on theatrics and that could be really cool to see on the big screen so um i'm excited and then one last piece of spider-man home far from home news i gotta say far from home uh we did get a look at the spider-man stealth suit via the brazil comic-con um and the suit literally just looks like uh the homecoming suit like before that Tony gives it to him and Spider-Man Noir combined. It's it's literally the same thing. Which is fine. It's it's really Spider-Man Noir. You're on mute, so <laughs> homemade Spider-Man Noir. Yes. Yeah. So maybe he loses his suit and has to make this one. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um and then as my wife pointed out, <laughs> why are you showing me a trailer for this when we all think he's dead? Well, I mean that that goes to say that we know most of the other characters are getting movies or TV shows. So, not that we know where exactly where they're set, but we know that people are all coming back. This is comic books. So, whatever weight, whatever weight comic book death has in your life, you need to either increase it or keep keep on living. <laughs> I know. I just, it's hard. It's like a weird balance because like if you're a general audience member, you saw Spider-Man die and you don't know where he's going to be. So showing us a preview for this movie is like, what? I guess you just ruined whatever's going to happen in the next one. Could be. Could be immediately after Homecoming. (laughs) No, it's not. They said this is the first movie to deal with. the The general audience doesn't read that either. So... I'm saying, but we know because of we Kevin know. said that. We know. We know more than most general audience people do. That's the thing. Or have a little bit of more of a, hmm, why doesn't this make sense to us? Right. So Most people are like, ooh, look, Spider-Man. The next True. 
piece of news I don't really know too much about, but Marvel announced a Shang-Chi movie. Well, Shang-Chi was one of the original characters announced for a movie back in the day as well. Um, So He's just a master of kung fu, right? Yes. So, you know, it's time for them to start doing these kind of characters. I can see why you didn't do it at first. You want to build your your heavy hitters. And to be honest... This is another reason why Iron Fist got a lot of schlack. Um, that you know, Shang Shang Chi is a much bigger character than he is even with the martial arts uh, in the Marvel universe, and people have been begging for this character. And I think it's really interesting that this is one of the first, outside of like the Eternals, like all these weird sets of characters get announced for Phase. What is it? Phase five? I don't even know what it is anymore. I think this will be actually Phase. Or... Yeah, whatever it is, man. Yeah. Okay. Master of Kung Fu. So yeah, that'll be awesome. Maybe this yeah. is where Iron Fist comes back. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about that, about that. <laughs> a little bit. So this week, uh, Marvel fans were dealt a heavy blow. Uh, with Daredevil getting canceled. Um, the showrunners, the cast, everybody really kind of shocked at this happening. Um, the number, it was the number four show on the on the whole network. It was fourth <laughs> top-viewed show. Daredevil. At the time it was released. Of that, like, that's what they were saying. It's not like the, it's not like the number four show of Netflix of all time. It's like, it's weird how they worded it. Like when it aired that week, Mm -hmm. it was the number four show of that time, which basically just goes against anybody saying it wasn't popular because of Twitter. It wasn't getting talked about enough, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of people who are citing that about um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, but basically we got a little information uh, stating that Netflix wanted shorter seasons from these net, uh, Marvel shows, and Marvel said no, thirteen episodes. So, um, well, Marvel's being stupid. Are they? Yeah, they were because obviously thirteen episode wasn't always working either. It was kind of getting complicated. We talked about this for years. They were they should have just kept it to eight episodes, four episode. Defenders, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. You gotta listen to Netflix. Netflix knows what they're doing. <laughs> While I, 100% I agree with Netflix knows what they're doing, if Netflix says you're <laughs> in this, then you should because it worked for Iron Fist Season 2. But then I look at Daredevil Season 3 or Punisher and I go, Punisher I want sure. all those episodes. Huh? Isn't Punisher like 10 episodes? Oh, no, that was just just Iron Fist, no? I don't know. But I think, no, it was was 13. I just checked. Um, And I thought all of them were needed. I think think 13 is fine if it's not fluff. And I felt like Daredevil Season 3 and uh, at least Punisher were not fluff. But I think the greater thing is now with Disney Plus coming and Kevin Feige will be directly overseeing both the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well as the small screen universe and taking it away from 
Jeff Loeb and what's his name? Ike Permalter or whatever his name is. I think now they want them all under one roof. Yeah, I guess I can't complain. No, it's stupid in the first place that they would even try to separate that stuff. And then throw hashtags at us. So, yeah, let's get on track. Get on track and connect your universes. That's it. Now they say, oh, the Defenders would have shown up in Avengers Infinity War. Sure. We wanted them to. Sure. They should have done it then. Yeah, I think um, I'm just happy that uh, we're going to actually be able to, at some point in our lives, see all of our favorite heroes under one roof. That's what I'm most excited about. So what's going to happen in these shows? Are they, are they done? They're done. Yeah. See? They had a good run. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's, that's Jessica it. Jones. Huh? This will be another season of Jessica Jones. We get another season of Jessica Jones, and we get one more of The Punisher. And then the, the thing that stinks is, like, obviously there's people who put in a lot of effort on these shows, and, like, I love Charlie Cox. I love you know Mike Coulter and everybody like that. Like they really did put a lot of effort into it, and I guess we should just be happy, and all of us should just be happy. Like, hey, at least we got to see those characters on the small screen to begin with. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right, and it could have been better at the same time. So let's let maybe Marvel can do a better job. So I believe it could have been better. Um, as as much as it was good. There's things they could have done better with those shows, and they would have been more, less grounded. A little more super, 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 super stuff going on. So, yeah. It's good and it's bad, so whatever. So let's go on to DC. Do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you take this first one, because I know this is a, means more to you. It doesn't mean anything to me, because it's not real. Um, maybe Blue Beetle be an analysis movie. What? It's true. Don't sit there and laugh. All anything that DC announces as a movie is not real until it's you know on the screen. <laughs> I don't I believe trailer. I don't believe earlier this week you were super excited about it, and now you're like, hey. I am. <laughs> no, not at first. At first, I was swearing at you about it because I don't believe a Blue Beetle movie. You know, should should lack a Ted Cord element at all. So hopefully they can do this with little rebirth, uh, rebirth uh, action going on there, where they just decided that Ted Cord was alive and well. So um, that's the way it's going to be, I doubt. But it. Yeah, like his mentor, that kind of thing. His mentor, it's, yes, yes, yes. It's time. It's it's that's what they do in the comic, and I love Jamie Ray's as as Blue Beetle. Don't get me wrong, I do. I like him in Young Justice. I like the comic. Um, <clears throat> And I like that he's continued to be the Blue Beetle, and the, and the Scarab thing is is very cool storyline. Um, it gives him a lot more power than the original. So, and you know what? There's enough white dudes running around in their in in capes these days, man. And this is the whole idea: is like let's get let's get like this um, Jamie Ray's out there. Let's get um, Shang Chi out there. Let's get these these heroes that people have been begging for for years or been whitewashed um, over the years. And let's get them out there and, and, and make the world proud. Because there's more heroes than just, you know, 
white dudes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, announcing a Zatanna movie. Come on, come on. This is the kind of stuff that needs to be on. This is Zatanna belongs on the DC universe. That kind of like, where's Justice League Dark? I don't care about Zatanna by herself. Give me a Justice League Dark movie already. Come on. Nobody don't even knows who Zatanna is. 100% agree. I, and do not get me wrong. I actually like the character. Um, just because Zatanna? I think I've always liked. Yeah, I've always liked. Oh, the yeah. I, I love Zatanna. And I love the magic yeah. of DC. But let's, let's be smart here. Yeah, she doesn't need to be on her own. There's just certain characters that are always going to be better as an ensemble. Even Luke Cage and Iron Fist. They should not be separate. They just shouldn't. Like, she doesn't need to be... She needs to be part of Justice League Dark. That's it. That's it. Um, okay. Uh, you didn't watch it. It just came out this morning. So, sorry, guys. We're recording this on the 6th. Like, maybe you'll get this on the 6th. Maybe you'll get this on the 7th. Um, point is, we got a teaser for No Man's Land. Um, and... The uh, sorry for Gotham. The first part of it is going to be No Man's Land, but the overall, because they always have a name, is yeah. called Legend of the Dark Knight. Yes, which is awesome. <laughs> and it's shorter season, right? Oh it's yeah, 10, I think it's 10, 10, 12 episodes. 10 episodes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, I so I got I gotta just I'm gonna just binge Gotham by myself. Yeah. <laughs> to say, forget yeah. it. I'm just gonna do this. It's hard to. I mean, believe me, Gotham is one of those shows I love. It usually is just kind of like playing in the background while I do work because yeah. it's so goofy that I don't have to pay attention every second of it. But right. I have to. I'm gonna have to binge to get through 24 episodes or whatever of season four. And it's a big season. It's a big season. Yeah, important. I'm excited it's for the 10 episodes. Yeah. Um, I'm not excited for the way that Bane looks, but it's their Bane, so whatever. They can do care. whatever they want. Um, speaking of Bane, did you did you get spoiled on stuff? Don't say anything. Okay, I won't. Then. Whatever you're about to say, I don't know, so maybe, but I'm not going to say anything. Are you don't talking me. about the comic or the show? Nothing. Move okay. on. All right. I mean, I've been uh, reading the comic consistently, so... Yeah. That's it. Um, This is. What is this? What is this? Yeah, this is with a. This is like this is like this is like that Superman game. Oh, it's real. It's not real. It's real. (laughs) What's going on with these games, man? When do we get our next Arkham style game? I don't care who it is. (laughs) Well, right now there's a tease from WB Montreal who did Arkham Origins who. Despite what anyone says, it's a great game. Awesome game's twist. Awesome. The game's great. Blue Studios doing the cinematics. Oh my god. Some of the best cinematics with Batman fighting freaking Deathstroke. Oh god. <laughs> so anywho, they may be doing a Court of Owls game. Um with Batman, obviously, but I feel like this has been breaching what? the surface of rumors before. I've heard where Something where I think this is like the idea of the next, where they're like, oh, the next Arkham game should be a Court of Owls game, or you know, just stupid talk. But no surprise there, to be honest. If they decided to do something like that. Mm-hmm. I think, um, as you said, 
we can talk on endlessly about what we want to do and all that kind of stuff. It's just that like we we want to see a new Arkham game or exactly. Batman or whatever the hell it is that you end up wanting to call it. But we're super excited to see where that goes. And um that's it. So yeah. the reason why we got this tease is that one of the um people who work for WB Montreal was wearing a shirt uh that they stupidly posted <laughs> on, online uh with a court of owls symbol on the back of the shirt. Mm. So does that mean anything? Mm. Mm. Not necessarily. Yeah. Yep. So we uh we really don't know what's going to happen, but they have at least two games uh in production. Um it was rumored a Suicide Squad game and a Batman game starring Damian Wayne, but those games were kind of hinted at uh at the end of uh Arkham Knight and Arkham Origins, but I mean, it's been since 2015, and we've really not heard anything from the Batman game world. So, who knows? Okay, moving on. Um, We have uh, maybe uh, (laughs) a show, another CW show, but this time from the Valiant Universe uh, with the Dr. Mirage. Uh, yeah, it's with the the co-creator of Rain. If you guys are into Rain on on um, the CW, which I believe is like a medieval show, drama show, or whatever. Um, this is just this is just announced the other day, so that's cool. Um, Lori McCarthy, yes, that's who's uh, taking the reins for this for this project at the CW. So that's cool. We got what quantum Woody over at TBS. You got Dr. Mirage at the CW. So there we go. Yeah. Um, Takeover. It's yeah. I mean, that's the one thing is that when the company DMG took over, their goal was to make Valiant a household name and to take it from the comic books to the screen. Uh, Now, you know, seemingly small screen and the big screen. Um, And they're doing it, you know? They're not being aggressive. They're kind of doing things subtly, but they're doing it. Um, One thing that I will also say, after having read all of this run of Ninjak, which just did its final issue this Wednesday... Ninjak number 14, or sorry, Ninja K, whatever it is that you want to call it by Christos Gage. Like the comics have not been slipping. Like they didn't, like, even though, you know, there's been certain things talked about, like how the corporate takeover took over and and kind of screwed some people over. Like, and you think that the product that they were best known for the comics would, would kind of dip. Nope. Running on all cylinders. Well, it's hard to do when you have, superstar creators on your on your projects i mean they're not gonna let their writing dip because somebody got fired you know what i mean yeah. it's like oh well if they're gonna end ninja k at issue nine instead of 14 or whatever then yeah you got issue but i mean you still got these great these great writers and 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 artists working on these projects so 
Hey, like you said, at least it's there. So, um, sit. Yeah. Sit. I mean, Dr. Mirage is the perfect. I mean, the CW is like the perfect home for that show. Weird ghost romance and whatnot and detectivism yeah. and yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm Good. all set. Good. Um, so let's go on. We usually do a commercial, but let's keep going. <laughs> we don't need no commercials. Oh, we don't need one, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am gonna let you take this TV spot here. Man, you want me not to get angry at things on this show? <laughs> oh, man. So it's been announced that Netflix is going to be this TV news, TV. doing a live-action Cowboy Bebop series. Now, this has been in like development <laughs> for not just in Netflix, but in general for years with like Keanu Reeves attached. Yep. So on and so on and so on. It always sounded like a really bad idea. I yep. feel like it sounds like a really bad idea, to be honest with you. Um, regardless of how... I'm mean, No, actually not regardless of how. The, the last couple adaptations uh, from anime to live action have been okay. Uh, from Full Metal Alchemist to Death Note, uh, which... Some people like, some people don't. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. So there's a lot of like mixed feelings when these kind of things happen in, in general, you know, whenever something gets adapted. So it's kind of like, I look at Cowboy Bebop the way I look at like Firefly. It's like you get one really good season of something, you get a movie and you're kind of like, you know what? This has been good. And it's like, we could take, well, love more, maybe. How are you going to give that to me? You know, spoon feed me like what I want, or are you going to like drop something like this on all of us and make us kind of feel like what the what the hell is it? So, I you know what I I can't I don't want to say good or bad. I'm not overly excited for it because I don't want it to ruin anything about what Cowboy Bebop is. But Netflix has a good budget, and we'll see what they can do with it. Yeah. I never watched it, and um, <laughs> I can't say. I don't know if that was feedback or what. Go. <laughs> that was that was my that was my spaceship coming to a stop. Sounds like it. Go, go watch the show and enjoy it and have fun. I can't believe you never watched this show. It was a time when I just kind of got out of. Yeah, no, me too. Anime. But I've watched, I've watched the, <laughs> the important ones. Yeah, I watched Berserk too. So you haven't yeah. watched Attack on Titan. Those are new ones, man. Those are all. That's all new. Okay, is it still very important? Is it, it is, and it. You know, you can argue that if you fell out of anime, you fell out of it years ago. You didn't start watching it again. You know, I never watched, really got back into anime. I watched that. You know, when I was growing up these shows and where anime came from, you know, and I, it's not like these new ones are good, you know, there's so, but there's just so much anime now that it's like, and I've dibbled and dabbled in it, but it's, it's hard to just like dedicate myself to sit down and watch something in Japanese and read. That's why I wait for the <laughs> dubbed versions of Attack on Titan. Yeah. <laughs> and 
I will say that I have watched some of the new Dragon Ball Zs, and mm. they've been very good. That's good. I've heard so. otherwise. Eh, I think it's people who... It's it's like with anything. There's people mm-hmm. who just have an idea in their head how they think things should go and how it means so much to them and they're their characters and blah, blah, blah that they get so overly invested that they can't have fun with things. Whereas I go, yeah, Dragon Ball Z was a stupid show doing stupid things and it was fun and this is fun. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, what's next? Uh, more anime. Okay, great. Yeah, man. <laughs> Blade Runner, the world of 2049, will be getting an anime series called Blade Runner Black Lotus. It will be premiering on both Adult Swim and Crunchyroll. A movie verse that definitely could easily be adapted into an anime. Why not? You want to expand Blade Runner universe? Fine. I'll watch it. Yeah, this reminds me of... Um... Remember when yeah. the Matrix? That's what I was going to say. Yes, I was good. I was like, "What was it that they kind of did that whole multimedia?" Expand? The Matrix did it, and you know what else kind of did it was Chronicles of Riddick, the game. Yeah, that and the yeah. movie. That was anime. Yeah, um, but and honestly, both were successful. The Matrix mm-hmm. was more so because. It was, again, an expanded idea. You know what I mean? Like, I remember distinctly, like, that one where, like, they have the AI robot in their house, and he's, like, their helper, and then he went crazy and, like, is one of the starts of the Matrix revolution to enslave all of humanity. And I was like, oh, so that's how that started. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was awesome. So, you know, like, Terminator, like, there's just certain things that, like, you don't know the full story and it's fine that you don't, but it's kind of cool when you can do it in a, in a different way. Like what happened in the Blade Runner world for 30 or whatever years? Like we don't know when this show takes place, but there's a lot, a lot of area to mine from even, even before, like what's the first replicant? You know what I mean? Like we've got a lot of things to go off of. So I'm excited to, uh, to get into that. Yeah. Sure. Um, all right. So, so I'll, I'll take this one. I'm going to screw up this guy's name, probably. Cla- Klaus. Klaus Bang. Um, that sounds. That sounds pretty damn good. I'd right like to say he's in Girl in the Spider's Web, which nobody watched. Um, but he is set to be playing Dracula for the BBC. Uh, this new series is showrun from uh, Doctor Who. Uh, Stephen Moffat, who also showruns Sherlock with Stephen Gaddis. So both of them are showrunning this Dracula show. I am have mixed feelings. They've tried doing Dracula with, who is it? Jonathan Rice Myers? The NBC version? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard it was actually good. It was okay. It, you know, it's okay, but like when you put it on like the scale of oh, BBC, NBC... Uh, those showrunners versus. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you know. You know, I don't know who was the showrunner on the one for NBC, but so. in a world where vampires are kind of dwindling now into the shadows again, it's time to bring them back. It's time for a revolution. <laughs> well, it depends on like what they're gonna do with him. You know what I mean? Like, 
Dracula has a lot of different ways that he can be used. And is he an anti-hero? Is he just a villain? Like, um, to me, Bram Stoker's Dracula by Francis Ford Coppola is the very best Dracula thing that we've ever seen. And then there's some hammer stuff in there with Christopher Lee. That's also amazing. But the character of Dracula, you know, it can be like goofy as hell, like on Buffy or Scooby-Doo or whatever, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, I guess I like these showrunners, but I like Sherlock for how he is. I just hope it's not vampire Sherlock. Yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of disappointing. If it's kind of disappointing. the music is going, oh, the music's okay. Cause that could fit, but <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, a show that's been teetering back and forth since its inception. American <laughs> uh returns on March 10th uh, with new showrunners. Season two is back. A couple actors fell off of the show <laughs> and are getting replaced. Like Jillian Anderson and Kristen Chenoweth. Like they just dropped out. So like, I don't know. They, they I didn't got time for that. I think it's the wishy-washiness of it. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't, you don't have time for it, but um, one of my favorite books still, and um, I I do need to watch the show, but I just heard about all the problems plaguing it, and I didn't even know if it would have a second season. That I was like, do I need to watch the first one? Right. Do I need to invest time in something that is going nowhere? Um. Oh yeah, I I I don't do that. If if I'm watching a show and it gets canceled, most of them I won't watch the see like the series finale. I just leave it open, kind of like. What if in this world the show still existed? I never watched the end of it. <laughs> I've done. You that know, it's so it's so shows. hard because to your point earlier, Firefly, one of the best shows of all time, and it's one season. And obviously, now it continues in comic book form. And we were lucky as hell to get a movie. Like it's just, yeah, it's very rare that you. I can't even think of another show that just had one season. Oh, Freaks and Geeks. Like, but it just doesn't happen that often. There, there's one series or one season of a show where you're like, "I'll watch this over and over again," which I yeah. have to Freaks and Geeks and Firefly. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't even because most shows that get canceled after season are horrible. So it's like you, you don't even invest yourself. Well, you know why they they got canceled? Right, 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 right. Uh, okay, um, moving on to some movie news. We have the title for the next Men in Black movie, which is Men in Black International. Mean anything to you? I, I'm, I'm a little confused on this. Um, the whole thing about Men in Black is that it's like intergalactic, right? It's a little bit bigger than the international level. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really understand this title. I don't either, you know, because <laughs> I thought the same thing. I'm like, can't anybody just be a man in black or woman, you know, whatever person in black, um, People in black. Yeah. Yeah. PIB. So, uh, you know, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth and that's it. You know, that's what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm about. Yeah. I'm, you know what? That those stars. Awesome. I can't wait to see them back on screen, uh, chemistry again. You know, it's, it'll be good. Let me just say, Tessa Thompson, who's been fantastic since I saw her in Creed. She had Creed 2 this year, mm-hmm. and I saw her in um, Sorry to Bother You, 
which is one of the most effed up movies I've seen in a very long time. And it was good. It was really good. But um, I love that chick. Yeah. She is just a fantastic actress. Keep yeah, first movies. time I ever saw it was on um, Westworld. That was good stuff. Oh, yeah, she is on Westworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's had a great 2018. Whenever, whenever she premiered, she's been doing good since that. <laughs> yeah. Continuously. Um, all right, and then in the vein of biopics, Prince is going to be getting a movie in the works. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm a big Prince fan. Some of these things are good, like The Doors. Some of these things are horrible, which I guess Bohemian Rhapsody is. Horrible? Uh, you hear that? I've never heard that once. I've heard it from some people. Oh, okay, so sorry. I got a backtrack. I just misspoke. It's actually not a Prince biopic. It's a mm-hmm. movie that uses Prince's songs to drive it. So think of Mamma Mia and Across Ooh. the Universe. Cool. So it just uses his music. Um, I'm actually better with that yeah. than I am a biopic right now. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yep. So Prince movie. Well, Prince-esque movie is coming. In gaming news, uh, the Video Game Awards are tonight. God of War, whatever. Red Dead Redemption 2, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Spider-Man, and Monster Hunter are all up for Game of the Year awards, amongst all the other awards that they're going to get. Um, what's your pick? Playing, Having not played everything, but what do you think is going to get it? Definitely not an exclusive um, what do you mean, like Game of or God of War? Yeah, it's like they wouldn't give Horizon Zero Dawn the, the award, even though it probably deserved it that year. You know, um, stating that it gives, of course, that now it'll be like the PlayStation Game of the Year award will be like, like that'll be a really interesting race. But um, yeah, I just don't see them giving God of War or Spider Man it for some reason. Um, I would say it's either AC or. Red Dead, man. It's one of the two. I I don't know about Monster Hunter, because I, I didn't really hear that much stuff about Monster Hunter. Like, I, I think it was it. really big for the time it came out. I think it, I think yeah. it was very big. Um, for me, I don't see how you don't give Red Dead Game of the Year. And the only reason why is because even if it even if the game sucked, which it yep. doesn't, the scope of that game, the stuff that you can do, the the details on what it looks like, like if you just took it as it is, just as a game, it's like they've never obviously they've never done a game like this before, or right. at least this big and this beautiful looking. Like, um, you know, for me, Spider Man was amazing. The story was fantastic, and I cried many times and. It's wonderful, but as a Spider-Man fan, in God of War, I heard is just a freaking perfect game. Right. This is this is my point. It's like I feel Spider-Man's pretty good. I'm not a big Spider-Man guy. I love I like Spider-Man games. I think it's amazing. But, yeah. Um, I'm more disappointed. I haven't played God of War. I mean, you you played the first three a shit ton. Um, I've dibbled and dabbled in those, and but this Norse mythology really got me, and just the way they describe the game makes me want to just snag that game at any point. Um, 
So it's hard for me not to say only because of the exclusivity. That's the only reason why I don't think those games won't get it. Unfortunately, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because <clears throat> right here you have the reason, like, here's your PlayStation versus Xbox war right here. It's it's settled. Well, it's not even a war, right? Like, no, it's what, not. What, what even Xbox exclusive game came out? Forza? Right. Okay, so that will get best racing game because it deserves it every year. The right. game is effing beautiful. But, like, what, you know, like, that's the thing that kills me about, and I think, didn't Destiny 2 come out this year? Oh, fuck yeah. Or no, no, did it? Or did the um, expansion come out this year? I think I think it came out last year for some reason. Really? What did, what Maybe did you, you might out? be right. You might be right. Which is kind of crazy to think, like, no, sorry, came out last year, last September. Yeah, yeah. Um, because God of War was, like, early this year, February, right? Yeah, God of Year. I'm sorry, yes, it was. God of, um, God of the Year. God of the Year. I think <laughs> that's, you know, we're a little biased people because we are PlayStation fans, but there is nothing on Xbox that will compare to a Horizon Zero Dawn, a Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah. A God of War, an Uncharted, like it just doesn't. There's nothing. The only Halo way, is great. The only uh, way you're you're making me buy an Xbox is is doing what they did with like Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> That's the only way I bought an Xbox back in the day. An exclusive Star an ex- Wars game, which yeah. is like insanity. Yes, exactly. yeah. Or if you decided to put like a Batman game that's only exclusive for that or something, you know, like, but anywho, we're going to get off the subject because this will go down <laughs> the dark path. Um, and then just as a, as a long time Command and Conquer fan, Command mm. and Conquer Rivals came out on mobile this week. I have been playing it more than I should, ignoring things that I should have. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what though I have to, I decided today I'm just gonna buy the old Command and Conquer like Red Alert whatever because I can't do this because it's on my <laughs> iPad and I could just walk around with it and I'm like ah. and the game is like beautiful I did a little review on don'tforgettotop.com that's it go read the review but if you're a Command and Conquer fan it's free to play obviously there's microtransactions because it's it's um, wow. EA, and like <laughs> that's the way it is. Um, though the United States finally decided to join, I think it's Sweden and somebody else into investigating microtransactions. Uh, it got actually brought up in, I don't know, a court, Supreme Court, or something. So we'll see. Good. We'll see how long microtransactions last. Because you're encouraging gambling amongst children. <laughs> you are. You are. And you know what? Good. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay, Chris, tell them how you feel. <laughs> I think um, that was a huge debate, right? You know, like with Battlefront and I can't remember, maybe Fortnite, like other things like. Many, many things. Yeah. It's, just, it's true. It's true. It <clears throat> to be honest, it it kind of just ruins games um, because if you can just pay to win, what's the point of even trying? Because I have a hard enough time saying a game like Battlefront, trying to just run around like a normal person and shoot people, trying to get more than five kills. Because I'm not that good at those games, but hell, it's beautiful to stand inside a Star Wars world for for five hours and just you know. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they, they, you know, they, 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 they take advantage of nostalgia. 
Yeah. The thing that also kills me is like, and I, I could be wrong, right? I could be completely wrong, but these games that get nominated for game of the year, they don't get my, they're not microtransaction games. Like God of War is a game. Now you want to charge me DLC for extra content? I oh, yeah. would gladly pay it. Please. But like, you know what I mean? Like if you want to be a studio with longevity who is appealing to all sorts of fans, just make a game that everyone likes. Mm. Horizon Zero Dawn, the Uncharted, the Batman games. You know what I mean? Like games that people like give a shit about and will pay for DLC. <laughs> like good good stories. Yeah. And then people want more of a story. Hmm. Yeah. People don't want to go like two hour movie in a theater or I want to sit in my house for 20 hours and really enjoy a story fleshed out that I have, that I have control and interactivity in. Come on, man. It's why it's the reason why red dead sold that much money in one weekend. You know, people are just escapists and they're doing such a beautiful job now with games. Anyhow, it's like the next, when we get the PlayStation five, what the hell is that even going to mean? You know, like, like where are we going to be? So Oasis. Yep. So, I mean, it's what we're waiting for. (laughs) All right. What's next? Star Wars news? Yeah, let's let's get to the Star Wars news so we can have some fun with the holidays. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Star Wars news. Galaxy Adventures came out of nowhere. Uh, These are little animated shorts that will be on YouTube. In fact, there's a brand new YouTube uh, channel called Star Wars Kids. And you can watch these shorts that are sometimes overtly violent. Um, There's only one that's overtly violent. Yeah, I said sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that Vader one is amazing. <laughs> so Yeah, that's basically the animated <coughs> little scenes from the original trilogy. Um, well, with sound bits. Huh? With sound bits from the movie. So sound it's bits like, from the movie. Yeah. Though the Vader scene is from Rogue One. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, now I consider Rogue One part of the original trilogy in a way because you really do need to watch them all together. But I could not believe that they took that Vader scene and they <laughs> created it. I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Blown away. Blown away. Um, hey, I got a piece of news. It's not necessary. It's, it's not Star Wars news exactly, but it's a family in the family. Um, what I wanted to say is like, I don't really watch a lot of music videos, but I saw some stuff on Twitter and people were talking about Ryan Johnson who directed Star Wars The Last Jedi and he directed a music video for LCD Sound System, um, which was my album of the year last year. Um, And the song Oh Baby, which is the opening track of the album, (laughs) it's in the video is very good and it could have been a movie and I can't believe it's a four minute music video because it stars Sissy Spacek and this guy who's in like every freaking movie is a really good actor and I can't think of his name, but anyway, I don't want to ruin the music video, but just check it out guys. It's a very good music video. And you're like, Oh, okay. That's why Ryan Johnson is Ryan Johnson. (laughs) Like when you, when you see a Michael Bay or like a Spike Jones or whatever, Michelle Gondry, when you see their music videos, you understand why they get Hollywood movies, why these music video directors do it. David Gordon Green, you know what I mean? Like these people are freaking insane. They can cross mediums. 
Right. Within right. a small amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the uh, thing. Yeah. All right. Go on. Sorry. All right. Next up. Uh, the Cassie and live action show headed to Disney Plus. Uh, picked up showrunner Stephen Schiff from The Americans, another popular spy show. So, I mean, I've always wanted to watch that show. I started to watch it. I thought so. I, I fell off it because I just really didn't have the time. Um, and then people would just like rave about it. So, um, I do want to get caught up on that with before I die. And, um, I'm just giving myself some time there. Um, and it's exciting to see them or see this person taking on Cassian. So, yeah. Uh, you know, spy on spy, spy, spy versus spy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Cool. Uh, next up, it was announced yesterday that Timothy Zahn is, uh, there's a new Thrawn book coming out next year. Uh, it's going to be called Thrawn Treason. It will be dealing with, um, with around the time that his TIE Defender program gets shut down in favor of Krennic's Death Star program. So we're getting towards the kind of where they are in Rebels. Uh, and there's something going on the Chiss homeworld that he has to decide if he wants to remain with the Empire or abandon his duties to go and help his people. So, yes, sir. Um, I I don't know if I'm right or not. Maybe you can clarify this. Mm-hmm. In Rebels, the Death Star is already being built or close to being done. Because... Mm-hmm. because in alliances, they're trying to track down the rebels. And I think it's the rebels from Star Wars Rebels because they need Vader. And obviously he shows up in the show. So I think that just to clarify, this would be happening during or a new hope. Oh, yeah. Not rebels. Like it would be happening oh. like, because Krennic's. Death Rebel- Star program is going on d- during Rogue One, right? Like, but it's almost built; like it's ninety percent built. Because <laughs> in the book, the only thing that they had to figure out was how to uh, shoot the laser through the Kyber crystal or yeah. whatever. I can't remember, and like that was the only thing that he didn't have done all the way. I, I I'm not sure what you're getting at. <laughs> I, I guess what I'm saying is like reason. <laughs> Look, it takes place right before New Hope. Yes, like not right, Rebels. Right at no Rebels is coinciding with all of this. So Rebels goes on for a year. Yeah, Rebels is like a five-year period. Remember it's, how young? Yeah, but it ends before a New Hope. I know. So okay. it's it. I mean, we're talking. We're talking how the Tide Defender program is in Rebels. Correct. Okay. The Tide Defender. This is so. That's what I'm saying. The Tide Defender program is alive and well. Mm-hmm. That it gets shut down when the Death Star program is is going into full full production because the Death Star program started during the what, Clone Wars. During the Clone yeah. Wars, so I mean, it's yeah. I don't know what we're talking about anymore, but yeah, what right, we're whatever. About? I think we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> Second, yeah, I think so. Right. Second question, follow up. Uh-huh. Is this the end of him doing this? Like, is this a Thrawn trilogy, or like it sounds like he's just going to keep going? Right. It has never been announced as a trilogy. It's never been announced. Oh, this is the last book in 
Timothy Zahn's Thrawn epic. There's a lot of unanswered questions about Thrawn, like where the hell is he right now? After after you know after the end of Rebels, so I mean, well that's <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a really good question because that that's my point that's is on that many different levels. <laughs> that's my point. It's like the end of Thrawn right now is the end of Rebels, so I mean that's where it has to lead up to. So Rebels is coinciding the whole entire time leading up to it. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yep, yep. Uh, go ahead on this next one. Uh, so after Chuck Wendig got fired from Marvel for saying a bunch of inflammatory things on Instagram, <laughs> um, or sorry, on Twitter, he yeah. was writing a Vader comic, was almost done, <laughs> and they just shut that whole comic down, and now instead we're getting Vader Dark Visions comic. Um, this is going to be... I'm trying to think. Written by Dennis Hopeless, uh, who worked on Cloak and Dagger and Jean Grey. It invites you to experience an all-new twisted adventures of the Dark Lord. <laughs> of like uh, what if tales? Huh? Like what if tales? Or like legends of him? The, the darkest parts of the galaxy. Places where the mysterious anti-hero known as Darth Vader can be someone's greatest fear and even someone's greatest hope. Um, this limited series begins with a story that will shed a new light on the many sides of the galaxy's greatest villain. I thought it was very curious when they use the word anti-hero, though, because that is one word that I would not use for Vader. And then you say and go on immediately in the next sentence and say greatest villain. So what is he, people? I'd say Darth Vader is the greatest villain of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, him and the Joker. Arguably the greatest villains of all time, Lex Luthor up there as well. But um, yeah, so I don't know if he's someone's greatest hope. I mean, there's a lot of people who hate the Jedi. You know, they think that they were pompous assholes. And if you watch the prequels, they are. (laughs) Watch Clone Wars, they are. So if you had Vader who was killing on uh, Jedi, maybe he is someone's greatest hope. I don't know. From a certain point, point of, view. of view. Exactly. Um, I'll read it. Every Vader comic so far has been great. Yep. And I don't know who this guy is. I've never read any Dennis Hopeless stuff. Uh, yeah. That's it. He's, he's a popular Marvel writer. Is he? Mm-hmm. That would imply I read Marvel anymore. Exactly. <laughs> Which is a damn shame. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I just dibble dabble my Captain America and my Fantastic Four. Oh, that's still going on. All right, we need to move well, on before this goes too. into evil, <laughs> evil territory. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some of the oldest comic book characters are still going on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. Hey, the, the Captain America series is awesome. But, yeah, I, but, I will never say anything bad. What's his I name? I think Captain America has been good since Brew Baker was on it. But it's a writer uh, from uh, Black Panther. That's uh, oh, I know. That's what I mean. Like, I'm saying, like, Captain yeah. America has consistently been a good comic. Ex- uh, it, even even when uh, even when they went secret not. empire, yeah. When they, when they tried to ruin Nick Spencer's career when he's actually a really good writer, <laughs> amazing writer. Um. All right, so now 
We're going to commercial. We're going to go to a commercial. I have to have coffee for this next segment. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you. Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. Right, again. Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it. Okay, off of those commercials and right into The Pursuit of Plastic. We decided this year to do something that we've done and Don't Forget a Towel a couple times um, throughout the years, which is a geekly gift guide, um, and just kind of take our picks for what we've really liked this year as far as collectibles. Um, so why don't we do this? Why don't we do one, 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 right? Okay. Fire it off. Sounds groovy, man. All right, for you, uh, for those of you out there watching Titans, for those of you that want to know more about the Teen Titans and the history of this team, um, look no further than the new Teen Titans Volume One Omnibus. All right, guys, this collects twenty plus issues of the of the uh, the, the Wolfman Perez run. Um, it'll get you into these characters. It's a great uh, comic series and. This collect this collection is epic. It's a seventy five dollar book. Uh, came out came out in two thousand seventeen, uh, but you know it's it's alive and well into two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen, especially with Titans doing what it's doing on the streaming service. Yeah, let me just say this real quick, um, and I think we would both have this on. You know, there's going to be some crossover, but I think this is both on our list. Uh, DC Universe worth yeah, the that, money like that should that, be on the list. I was going to do that kind of like a um, a sub thing, kind of like hey, and if you're looking for something, <laughs> well here, so we're saying there it is. <clears throat> Seriously, it is. Even if I can't get it on my Fire Stick, I'm still kind of upset about that. I've I've <laughs> I will not go out and do anything different. I'll, I'll keep writing them every day. Yeah, you're not yeah. the only one. They, they're, but once it's on there, thanks for the three free months because you knew that most people would be kind of upset about some of this stuff. But <clears throat> to be honest, Titans is 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 probably one of the best live action interpretations of a DC TV show, even out there. I'm going to throw it out there, movie verse. It's 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 pretty damn good, and it's it um they're they're hitting some high notes. I'm really excited to see where it goes and to see where the rest of these shows go on this network. Um the comic database is great. Uh the TV show database is getting better and better. So, if you're a DC fan, if somebody in your if in your life is a DC fan, this is a no-brainer. Yeah, this would be for a DC fan, 
to be honest with you, I think it would be a small price um, to, to pay for somebody for a year of DC Universe. I was very skeptical going in, but at $70 price point, I said, I can, I can afford to try this out and get it for 15 months. But, I mean, we were watching, my wife and I were watching uh, Young Justice and I don't know. I had to go and do some work real quick. I had a work call and she went on to DC daily and just watched it. And I was like, this is awesome. Like this non, I mean, not to say my wife's a non DC fan, but she's not, she's an idol fan of this stuff and was like, Oh man, this is really good. I was like, I know it's crazy. <laughs> like, who would think a, a, a daily show only on DC would be so good. Even though I don't like some of the hosts, um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you and I can talk privately about that. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's like it's so it's so user friendly. It's a great way for new people to get into DC. Yeah, and the way that they it's like, oh hey, you want to learn more about Superboy because you just watched this first episode of Young Justice? Here, click on Superboy. They'll give you like comics and other movies and TV shows he's shown up in, and you can learn more about Connor Kent. You know, it's like. It's a great. It's a great database. It was smart. Like the Donna Troy episode came out, oh. and then immediately they put on Donna Troy uh, comics. Like here are the picks to learn about this week's episode of Titan. So yeah. I'm hoping we get more. Uh, you know, I'm excited to see what they do with Doom Patrol. Um, that will be the next show, and then Harley, the animated series, and hopefully they all have the same level uh, that Titans does because. Quite honestly, it's uh, we were talking about this too. Titans is better than the CW shows. It's just that the CW shows I have years of investment in, but it doesn't do any of that bullshit of oh, is this character dead? Will they won't they kiss? And I don't, you know, I watch CW. I'm not saying I don't like any of that stuff, but this Titan show is this is the comics. And Jason Todd episode was so brutally evil. I was just like, this kid. It's just, it's really good. The show yeah. is really good. That's yeah. it. Yeah. We need to talk about this in another episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. At the end of the season, we'll do a Titans recap. Yeah. I just have so much to say about that show. I can't can't kill our geekly gift guide to do it. No. All right. Keep moving on. I'm moving on. My number, not, not, no order, no particular order. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man PS4 Marvel Legend from GameStop. Uh, it's an GameStop exclusive. It's about 20, it's actually about $22. But, um, you know, I've been talking shit about Marvel Legends and Hasbro taking over for years. Um, Chris has been yelling at me the last year to, to get out of my ass, get my head out of my ass. And <clears throat> they're right. You know, this, this one is, it's not obviously as good as my Kyoto from um, from uh, Rebel Tech. That sure. Spider-Man. That is the most articulated Spider-Man of all time, other than my 18-inch Spider-Man 2 Spider-Man. But this figure, super articulated, bunch of different hands. You can pose them a bunch of spider ways. And, you know, that version of that, you know, from the video game is so amazing. And the comment, you know, like they did a cool suit. You always think, how do you do another Spider-Man suit? Well, they did it, and this is cool. So, this is a fun gift for the Spider-Man fan in your life. Heck yeah! Based all based on a costume from an awesome game. 
and they upped production on it because it sold out within the first week. So now I went actually earlier today and there was at least 10 of those, <laughs> which is probably better if you want to buy it in a month because then there'll probably be peg warmers and you can get it for half price. <laughs> yeah. Look at that post, that post uh, holidays yeah. deep discount sale. That's right. All right. What's next? All right. Next up, um, the four horsemen uh, have decided to put up their latest pre-order during the holiday season, uh, which is both interesting and kind of infuriating at the same time because it's like, hey, who has $200 to spend on an all-in set of these amazing action figures at this time? But uh, nonetheless, Mythic Legion's Siege at uh, Bjorngar, uh, the latest series now featuring um, these new ogre build figures, uh, which are nine, I don't even know how much, how, like this is a six inch scale. These new figures are like nine inch, 10 inch. Yeah, they're, um, yeah, they're huge. Um, they'd done, they'd done the troll series for a while. Uh, they did a few of those. I have a nice forest troll. It's huge. It's awesome. Uh, but these come in just, that's slightly taller, a good deal taller than the regular ones. So, um, we have new ogres slash orcs, whatever they are. And then we have like this guy, um, called the tower of uh, both or the tower. Who's like this big barbarian beastly guy. Probably the only besides that shield bearing goblin. Those are the two. I really oh, want. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> so as always, uh, these are, these are, these are absolutely some of the best action figures at this scale. You're going to find based on absolutely nothing besides an original concept, uh, brought to light by the four horsemen now in their fourth or fifth series. Um, so you can get it. The all-in set right now is $200. $200. And you'll get, let's see, how many figures? You'll get one, two, three, four, five figures. Three of them are the ogre scale, so which are coming in at $50 a piece. And then the other ones are the usual $35, uh, $35 a piece when you buy them off the store. But if you do the Kickstarter they're always cheaper, which is awesome because it's like 25 bucks, 18 bucks, you know? So that's the reason to do the Kickstarter a lot of the time. But these little, these little series, they don't, they don't do Kickstarters for They just say, Hey, here they are. And this set is actually lacking a figure that was supposed to be, I think part of it, which was that dude on the horse, which um, I think they're still working on. And when that, when that comes out, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> Uh, everything that they do is fantastic. So mm-hmm. excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, my next pick is the Mezco Michael Myers figure. Um, this is a figure that got announced what, last week or sorry, last year, rather. I think I, I got it for you for Christmas for last year. Yeah. Even though it's in a couple weeks ago. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, plastic medical fashion. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, yeah. If whatever. you're getting, if you're getting a product like this, right? Right. So it's about $100, um, depending on what edge of the dark web you reside on. Someone's selling it for $500 right now, which is just bananas. But anyway, um, 
it's been a long time since I saw a figure contend with my movie maniacs McFarlane figure. And this one finally does. I actually just sold that McFarlane figure finally this past weekend at the toy show. So, um, and I said, and I felt okay with it, with having this Mezco figure. So, uh, Halloween is pretty hot right now because of the new movie and a little shocked to see, well, who's doing that? NECA probably is doing that figure. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's been due out. It's, now it's due out January. It's not yeah, out yet. Which is weird. It's like, why didn't you just put it out that week? But whatever. Well, Point I mean, is, speaking of Mezco, where are yeah. Thor Ragnarok figures for that movie that came out a couple years ago? Oh, so, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so true. Well, we've already said get the the DST ones, anyways. That's it. Um. So anyway, that's that's my second choice. What's cool? Next? Cool. Can't wait to pose mine. All right. Uh, for me, and surprise, not you. Um, the NECA. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, uh, the six-inch movie figures. Uh, you can get them individually, but you know who really wants to do that because that makes no sense in collecting. Um, you can get the bundle for ninety-one ninety-nine at GameStop. Uh, still available for pre-order. These guys are due out. Uh, these heroes in a half shell are due out this month or January. I believe it's January. I later knowing Mecca. So honestly, started to put it on the list, and then I looked inside my soul, and and we had talked about this. Even though I do like them, I still want them at that big scale. Yeah, so I, I just you. couldn't. I couldn't put it on the list. I that feel you, it. buddy. I feel you. Yeah, I don't blame you. I um, I am a sucker for six inch scale. Um, yep, just takes up too much. Seven inch. Uh, seven inch scale probably is, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're a little is, bit bigger. It but. is NECA. Um, but if you are of that persuasion at that scale, I 100% agree with you. Th- that would be the way to go. Right. 100%. So, um, cool. Yeah. Next on my list is a figure that I will never get, ever, but <laughs> even if I sell a kidney. Is the Prime One Studios Dark Knight Returns statue? Um, it's put out from Sideshow side Collectibles, sitting at nine hundred and sixty-nine dollars. But did you look at it? Look at it. Just look at it now. It is out of control. I've probably seen it. Let me see. It, it's. I don't know. I mean, I'm a. I'm a sucker for all things the Dark Knight Returns. Um, even if it's not my favorite Batman story, it's within the top 10 for sure. And I just like that look of quote unquote, the fat man, um, always probably my favorite Batman look. Um, (laughs) so I saw that thing. I remember, I mean, yes, the Rick Baker Joker bust probably would be on the list too, as far as Batman, huge statue collectible things. But the only thing is, is like, you give me a Dark Knight Returns, I want it. So, <laughs> you know what's funny is my is my wife keeps asking me like, "Don't you want to get that Joker bust?" As if she like she really likes it. Yeah, 
So it's like something I could ha- haunting. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's <laughs> awesome. I'm like, I know we're not buying. Yeah, I have to be the one to see that stuff. Uh, that's so funny. Right, that is a, that is a uh, brutal looking statue. <laughs> it really is. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> next up, Hot Toys. Hot Toys Darth Maul, uh, 12-inch figure with Sip Speeder. Uh, it also comes with the holographic Palpatine, which is another exclusive little piece of the set. Um, this is being sold at Sideshow as well. Uh, $405 for this. Uh, my payment plan in 2019 is already set up. Uh, so uh, I, this Darth I Maul, agree with you. I forgot, I forgot about it. I love Darth Maul. Yeah. Um, I love Darth Maul from episode one, especially. Yeah. I love that Sith speeder. I'm, I am. I chose getting this over the Emperor and his chair. To be honest with you, um, the lightsaber, the double lightsaber lights up. Yep. Oh man, you can't even. I can't even. I can't even. It's like a, it's like a seven month pay period too. So you can you can just do it like as normal payments just forever. <laughs> yeah. No. So, I. I percent can't blame you. I just I forgot about that figure. So yeah. Yeah. This is me reminding you. It's still up for pre order. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. <laughs> I hate when these things are available at Christmas time. Um, next on my list is the Lego Hogwarts uh, from Harry Potter. Ninety nine bucks, which I mean, it may sound like a lot, but it's also not for Lego. Um, that's very. That's an amazing price. Actually, it is. It's very much within reason. Um, pumped, you know. I I want. All of them. I really do. I'm really uh, super excited about getting all these Harry Potter Legos. Um, Harry Potter's on its 20th anniversary this year, I think. Maybe it was last year, but it's kind of crazy. It's like wow. 20 years old. Like Wow. Yeah. Um, so, anywho, they made law, uh, the Hogwarts, and it's great looking. So, yeah. Man. I don't know. Don't you feel old? Seriously, I remember when Star Wars was 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. And last on my list, um, if you don't get somebody that DC Universe subscription, um, do get them this. Even if you do get them that, you should get them this as well. Uh, Batman the Animated Series has spent decades <laughs> on DVD. Um, and digital only. And finally, this past year, it came out on Blu-ray. And there's a wonderful little collector set called the Deluxe Limited Edition. Um, it's $112, $113 on Amazon, whatever. Um, the watching it on the streaming service, you can, you can, it's amazing. Like even though sometimes it gets kind of the the streaming is not so great on some shows, um, the colors are amazing. Um, and I just feel like. I do want to own that set at some point as well um, because I love that show. It's, it's influential. It is the greatest Batman telling. It is the greatest Joker. Uh, it is the greatest Batman voice <laughs> and Batman. Let me ask and, you a question. Yeah. Not that I'm going to fight with you oh, too much. About and this, but and I'm sorry. And it comes with pops, little pops. Uh, another reason. Okay. Little collector uh, set. Go ahead. Sorry. Do you think, that the Arkham series is the best Batman story. No. 
No? You think it's the animated series? I do. Okay. Uh, the Batman animated series, I mean, this it, it so heavily influenced those games anyhow, the way that the characters right. are, yeah. the voices of the, you know, they, it clearly is like an offshoot or, you know, whatever, um, of that same universe. So I always, I always tie them together because I, I really feel they belong together in the same world. Uh, but the stuff that they do on that TV show is just, it's, it still holds up. It'll always hold up. Um, yeah. because it does create, it creates that awesome world of like, it's between the 1920s and 1990s. Uh, it's a weird mix of the two eras. Um, it gives you the whole Batman rogues, you know, gallery with these amazing stories behind them. Um, it's just, it's a great production. You can't, you can't beat it. Okay. I'm not, Hey, I'm not arguing. No, no. I just, I just, it's just like, you're playing it. You know what I mean? It's it's different when you're watching it compared like, like Yeah. The Spider-Man <clears throat> game is the best Spider-Man game ever made. Done. Mm-hmm. Just fact. Story-wise, also one of the best Spider-Man stories that I've ever read, even though it's not in canon, whatever you want to call it. And then like Into the Spider-Verse, to me, will likely be the best Spider-Man movie ever made. And maybe the best Spider-Man thing that I've ever seen cinematically or small TV, whatever. That's what I'm just asking, like is playing that game. And and I consider all of them as that game, the best Batman thing that exists. I could, I could rewatch that show over and over again. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not going back and playing those games. I would, but I'm not going to go back and replay and replay and replay them. You know, like, oh my gosh, this is great. It's just, it's a different medium. They're great stories. Um, but it all, you got to think about, it's also when it fell in the whole, it's like they say in the honest trailer, it's like the whole zeitgeist of like, look when it fell, it fell in the perfect time in pop culture where superheroes were not like everywhere. Yeah. Um, we were begging for this stuff as kids yeah. and it was dark and it was, it definitely had some, you know, it didn't come out on Friday night or something. Like it's, I remember being like, Oh my God. Like I'm staying up on a Friday night to watch Batman. (laughs) Yes. And then, but then it's on after school. So I mean, no, no, you're right. Like where it premiered was at night. Um, So yeah, I mean, I always felt like, and when they do take that kind of turn with the animation, uh, things get lighter as well. So, I mean, that goes into like, they, they change the scope of the show. Um, so, you know what? It's, it's really interesting. Um, because it, it, it still can beat things that are coming out today. Yeah. Okay. Sorry guys. We went off, but Batman animated series also deserves its own. Oh my god! Deserves its own episode. It does. After we rewatch it all, that's um, great. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's schedule that one at some yeah. point. Did you do this on purpose? Because my last item is also a Batman item. No. Oh, uh, that's funny. Okay, so even though we're talking about Batman, they would be serious. My last item is also a Batman uh, from Diamond Select Toys, uh, the Batman Who Laughs PBS diorama. Um, if you read Dark Knight. Metal was that earlier this year? 
Scott Snyder? Yeah. Or at least it ended this year. Yeah. yeah it ended this year. Um, the man, or the sorry, the Batman who laughs is one of the creepiest, awesomest creations. Greg Capullo, Scott Snyder, awesome. And the thing about Diamond Select is like you put up a nine hundred dollar statue versus what is this one thirty eight dollars? Yes, it's not a nine hundred dollar statue, but for thirty eight dollars, it's a kick ass statue. It looks they- good. Don't forget about those like hundred to two hundred dollars statues that they have, and they're like those could be the nine hundred dollars statues. We're just and like they connect, yeah. You know the the one that they did for Civil War was like out of control and Doctor Strange. So Diamond Select does something, you know what I mean, with their articulation and um, sorry, sculpting that is just phenomenal. So I cannot wait to see them at Toy Fair because I got in Toy Fair. So I think I'm going to do it. Um, Two things for you. Yeah. I also was going to put this on the list, but since you had it, I'm glad that you covered it because I, I think this is a gorgeous thing. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is that the new mini series with Scott Snyder and Jock launches next week. First issue. So I think so. I saw Jock get your great Capullo variant. Yeah. Uh, he has a variant for issue one, which is an amazing, cool cover. Um, but yeah, that new series comes out next week. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't wait for for that. You know, it was good. It's good stuff. Um, okay, so that's it. That's our geekly gift guide, guys. Hundred percent, we could be doing more. I mean, it. That's it. We had to restrain ourselves. Yeah, we had to really, really dial it back um, because you could just be doing this forever. So that's it. Um, Where can you you find us? Uh, We're on the internet, social media, and more. Uh, Don't forget to tell.com, your daily source for all things geekly. News, reviews, interviews, and more. Also uh, on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look up Don't Forget a Towel or D-F-A-T-O-W-E-L. Yes. And thank you guys for listening. And I think we'll probably do a couple more of these before Christmas, right? Yeah, I hope so. Okay. At least one. At least one more. Okay. So we'll see you guys then. But yeah. This is Casey saying, go read some comics. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time.